Hey all, welcome back to the podcast. This time I have Jan Matiaska. He won the International Functional Fitness Federation 2022 World Championships back in December and he's qualified for semis. We chat about what's going on and some recent life decisions, both the difficult ones and the easy ones. There's a lot to say, so let's get to it. Welcome to the Europe is Coming podcast, taking you inside the minds of Europe's best CrossFit athletes and the people behind them. Okay, uh, it is Tuesday the 16th of May. Um, and we are in CrossFit Mallorca in the back garden. I'm with Jan Matiaska. Hi, Jan. Hey, Vicky. Good to be with you. <laughs> uh, we've been together for a week. More than a week now. Is it? Well, what have you been doing here? So we've been here since um, about 10 days. And the first week we were at fitness holiday camp with around 25 people working out, doing beach workouts, workouts in the gym, lots of good food, lots of laughter. And yeah, so. It was good vibe. It was amazing. I, I think we should give a shout out to Claudia who organizes Fitness Holiday because she did a good job. Yeah, it was absolutely a fantastic week for for myself, but for the whole coaches team. We've had a good team with uh, with Lauren and Delia doing doing the yoga, Lauren assisting me for the coaching. We had some nutritional talks with Jörg and uh, Claudia organized basically everything from shuttles to food to the scheduling and all that. And we didn't have to take care of anything. Don't worry about anything at all. Everything worked out super well. I think the people were happy too. So yeah, she's thank you, Claudia, for an amazing week. She's a really easy person to work with because she's so organized and, and so good at communicating. And it's just like no surprises, really. Yeah, so I've, I've met Claudia like two years back, I think, in, a, in another camp of hers that I joined. And we just talked a little bit, but then she asked me if I would like to coach a camp and be the head coach for Mallorca. And um, yeah, I mean, I, basically immediately I said yes, because it's something that I really love to do. I love to coach. I love to work with people. And I think that camp setting is really good to get to spend a bit more time with the people and have a bit more of an impact. But um, I was, I, I told that to Claudia as well. Like I was really, really happy and like positively surprised on how professional everything was and how much she really just took care of it, of everything are you you guys are both swiss aren't you yeah. um so i guess there's there's an, there's an understanding amongst other europeans that swiss people are pretty organized pretty serious kind of style but i actually think that when you put a bunch of them together they do crack, occasionally crack a smile and have fun <laughs> i would say not, not not all people are are the same obviously <laughs> and also in switzerland there's some that are super organized and some that are not but what i like or what i liked with the fitness holiday camp in particular was like it was very genuinely an honest good loving work kind of thing and it wasn't like just you know pure business and structure and like get work done but it was actually more about enjoying the whole week both for i mean obviously for the people that come here that pay money to have a good camp have good trainings have fun together but also with the coaches team and I was talking to you earlier with also with like the photographer content media team like everyone seemed to be having a good time and I think it's really important for for a week like that that kind of everyone is 
is in the same mood because if the coaches are like super stressed and not happy with the situation and photographers are kind of pissed off because things are not going well then it's going to reflect on the people as well mm -hmm. so it's really important that yeah as i said like all sides are happy and i think we had a good week where we achieved that you did work them hard i mean you guys were getting up early in the morning <laughs> it was i mean it was a lot of trainings for them it was early morning workouts usually 7 30 we started with beach workouts or conditioning workouts for like an hour then we came back we had uh, we usually had breakfast we urged them to have a big breakfast because they were going to need a lot of calories and then we always met in the gym for a morning workout at 10 30 to 12 we had a lunch break then we worked out again at like 2 33 around uh, did another workout for like 90 minutes and then on thursday we also had a Thursday night lights workout with DJ. That was brilliant. That was like the fourth session of the day. So it was definitely a lot. And the people don't have to join. So it's always voluntarily. But a lot of them just kind of feel like they, they need to or else they're going to miss out. So we're going to take just a few sessions off that they have like at least one free afternoon and they don't feel like pressured to be there in the morning every time as well. So we're going to take it a little bit easier on the next year, but it's, we're going to add a day. Um, oh, so it's going to be, longer. yeah, it's going to be six instead of uh, five days. And I think that will be like the perfect mix of not only hard work, but also a little bit of downtime to relax and recover. The, um, we went around, we went to beaches, we went to uh, another gym in uh, Kalanova, and you also, I even, you were jogging along Paseos and all sorts. It was quite fun and took um, a lot of advantage of Mallorca's benefits, I think, because we do have pretty good weather here most of the time. Yeah, we, we were very lucky in that week. Yeah. So no rainy morning sessions. So I mean, like, would that would the training session, the kind of like the schedule that you were doing last week with the camp, would that be similar to what you would normally do? Would you normally get up that early? So for me personally, I usually sleep a little bit longer. But like for this week, when I was coaching that early, I just went to bed a little bit earlier. So I, I actually managed to sleep in every morning. I never got woken up by the alarm. So that was really good because mm. if I'm if I'm missing my sleep, that's not good for for the mood. But generally speaking, I'm I'm doing the same like training structure except for the morning workout. I think that would be like a little bit too much for me. But just like the 10:30 session and then the 3 p.m. session, that's like basically my normal day of training. And I would say in terms of volume, the volume that the people were having this week, I do a little bit more volume in the sessions. Whereas to, like this week, we did a lot like skill practice and all that stuff, mm -hmm. which is also part of my training. But yeah, I would say, generally speaking, this is pretty similar to a training volume that I would do at home as well. So when we first met you, and it was on Zoom, and you just won a big, quite a large competition. Um, and since then, since taking the, um, the, how do I call you, the world champion? Yeah, you can, yeah, you can call me yeah, the world champion. <laughs> The, of the um, the fitness um, functional fitness. Thank you. I yeah. was going wrong. Functional fitness. How's it been? How's life been? Because that was like December. That was in December last year. So pretty much almost half a year ago. Yeah. What's been going on? A lot of training. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Obviously, the CrossFit season has started. We've had the Open, which went quite well. Got through that. We've had the quarterfinals, which were a bit stressful again. Almost yeah. like every year, I didn't didn't have a great start there. On the first day, there was that crossover workout with oh. um, with <laughs> the single uh, crossovers, and it's something that I just never really practiced or looked into. And I've never been very skilled with the rope, 
very talented there. So um, I was very surprised when that showed up and honestly wasn't prepared at all. Oopsie. I didn't. I've been working, actually, I've been working the few months before the quarters to get my rope shorter and shorter so mm -hmm. that I would be more efficient and faster on double unders. And so my rope was way too short for me to even be able to do crossovers. So I had to spend the whole day, I mean, that Thursday evening, I went to the box and I tried them and I just couldn't get them. And I was so frustrated. I got all the frustration out of my system. And then on Friday, I was like, I need to change my mindset. Yeah. And well, we actually spent all day trying to look for a rope that would work. But at the same time, we also had to do other workouts. So we managed to get a rope by like 4 or 5 p.m. We did the workout and it didn't go that well. It wasn't terrible, but I also knew that there was, there was going to be work. a lot of better people than me. So I was really stressed about it. I redid the workout and I didn't improve my score just because I tripped way too often oh, on the mate. crossovers. Annoying. And I was like for a moment, I was, I was, I was sure I wasn't going to make it to semis just because of that, just, yeah, just that skill. Mm. And I was really frustrated and sad. And then when the leaderboard updated, I actually saw that I still had a shot. So I was far back, like 100. 60th place or something and I needed to get into top 60 but I knew that some of the workouts later would be good for me so um yeah I still had a shot and I I gave it my best on the next day and I finished in that clean and jerk workout I finished like second in Europe so fourth world worldwide well which was done. like my best ever workout I think how did you feel about that it's weird because you don't really you don't really celebrate after workout because you just don't know how good you like yeah. how good the score is so you always think oh maybe I could have done this or I could have done that differently but then when the second day updated and I basically jumped into the top 60 I was like Man. this like this is good <laughs> I'm I'm back okay so um yeah and then on the last day I didn't make a big mistake I on it was a rope climb workout I slid off like my eighth rep or so so I wasted a little bit of time there and uh, it was still a solid finish I wanted to redo but um I actually broke my foot in the warm-up. Really? I did. How? I, um, so going down the rope, I figured I, really, I needed to be really fast down the rope. And it was like the last nine reps. So I practiced in the warm-up to jump down from the rope. And, you know, there's a lot of ad adrenaline going in, th in that moment. Yeah, so I, I jumped down and it was fine. And I was like, jumping down is okay. But like landing super low in the squat and then standing up again and finding the rope again. Like, I feel like I'm wasting time. So... I said to myself, if I just jump down and land with straight legs and I keep my arms up, I can just basically go right on it again. Okay. I'm not going to waste any time. Yeah, transition time sorted. No transition. <laughs> Super smart idea. And I kind of had a feeling it wasn't a good idea, but I was so like, you know, hyped in that moment. And I really like nervous and just full of adrenaline that I was like, I was walking aggressively to the rope in the warm up, And I was like, you know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to drop down. And if I break, if I break my foot, I don't. Like, I don't, I don't care because as long as I qualify, I'm happy. I don't give a beep, 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 beep. And so I did exactly that. And oh uh, I was fine. Like I, I, I walked around after that and I felt that it wasn't right, but also it didn't feel, it didn't feel injured. So I did the workout. I did okay. Like, except for that mistake, it was fine. And then I wanted to redo, but like an hour later, I couldn't walk anymore. So I realized <laughs> there's something not right. Oopsie. And then I, well, I managed to stay in the top 60. I, would, I don't know what I finished, like 40th something place, 50. I don't know. Anyway, I managed to qualify, which was like, which was like the major, uh, like a good step for me to get back to semis, which was the big focus for, for the whole year. And then 
well, Monday after the quarters, went to the doctors, got my uh, x-ray done, and my foot was broken. So the first week, I kind of took off training just to let the foot heal and also just take a little bit of a break after the yeah, quarterfinals. I, everybody I, did that. I do that anyway, and it was planned anyway to take a little bit of a break. So I just like worked out a little bit for fun just to... Was Stay it like mentally a clean healthy. Break or a stress fracture? Was it no, like a it was, fine no, it break or proper? It was only snap. a small break, so it wasn't like of all the bones you can break in your foot, this was like the least, okay, the least significant one. So I was actually really happy because it could have been worse. Yeah. Yeah. So. So when was that? That was like six weeks. Right ago? after semis, like now, this day was like eight weeks ago, yeah. I think, or nine, eight or nine weeks ago, and I knew I had plenty of time to recover for the semis. So the doctor told me that I would be fine to to work out after a cup like to work out with, on my feet again after only a few weeks and that basically after 6 weeks everything is going to be back to normal. Mm -hmm. So I adjusted training after after the injury, after the foot injury, I basically started training after, from week 1. I like stood on a plate with a hole where the foot was broken and I could do my squats there. Okay, so you take um, the Yeah, I can like the first 2 weeks have been bit of adjusting like no jumping and stuff like that but basically after week four i was pretty much into normal training again and managed to stay in quite good shape i think and then uh well now we continue some injury stories yeah. um <laughs> i'm so sorry for you because like that this is a this bit is a bit sad yeah so i didn't do weight or i couldn't do weightlifting because if i was going onto my toes it was putting pressure on the bone that was broken so that was like the one movement that i really had to just leave for for the longer part of like for the first four to five weeks and then i started to do some no foot variation snatches and clean and jerks first which went pretty well and so after week five i was like okay my foot is feeling a lot better and i'm gonna do some some like moderate heavy snatches again and clean and jerks so in week five i started with a snatch session my first snatch session and actually worked up to like a 130 kilo snatch which was unexpected and I, I didn't want to hit that weight but mm. everything just felt really smooth i was super happy to just go back to a barbell and lift some weights was that a new weight for you no I've, I've done 136 before but like i would say 130 is something that i i only hit a few times in training a year mm. so i don't usually work up to those numbers only when it gets really close to competitions. So seeing that 130 with like a technical solid lift was really, really good for my confidence because yeah. five weeks of, you know, not really lifting a lot and it's, it's not the best mentally. So then the second session in the week when I did clean and jerks, I was kind of expecting it to go similarly. And I worked up to like just did the 110, 120, 130, 140, 145. Everything went pretty well. And I kind of had in mind that I wanted to do a 150 because 150 is like a weight for me that I can I can do any day with good technique, should be fine. So I did a 150. I made it, but it was super ugly. Mm. Like it was really hard to get out of the bottom. I just kind of like didn't really get the bounce. I just wasn't happy with it. So I was like, I'm going to do it one more time and I'm going to do it properly like I know I can. Yeah. And then on that lift, on the second time that I did it, I lost my balance in the bottom position. And I was really determined to stand it up so I didn't drop it immediately. I lost my balance. I went onto the heels. Then I fell backward onto my back and still had the barbell in the front rack position. I landed on my back, smashed my elbows to the ground, and then the barbell just like took the wrist, took the hand backwards, overextended my wrist yeah. quite heavily. And That's yeah, that was 150 kilos, snapping the wrist back. And I knew, I knew right away 
this was not good. No. Like this was seriously not good. So did you did you hear or feel it anything? Yeah, I just felt it in the wrist. It wasn't super painful, but there was I don't know, it's just a feeling that you know this is not right. Mm. It's not painful, but you know. So how long ago was that? So that was two and a half weeks ago. Yeah, two and a half weeks. So means is in two and a half weeks. Uh, or two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. So what's the doctor said about what he'd done? Yeah, so I went to it was, this was in the evening. I went to the physio the same evening. I went to the doctor the next day. I did MRI and got a check with one doctor and another specialist. And I basically didn't get like a clear, clear advice on how long it's going to take. But both of them kind of agreed that competing in June would be very optimistic. But I, I didn't want to call it a day just yet. So I, I was kind of hoping for the recovery to go quick and maybe, maybe it wouldn't be as bad. So it's what just... What have you been doing for the recovery? It's hard because there's not that much you can do. I mean, in the beginning, you ice it, you tape it, you have a, have a bracelet on that I wear whenever I'm moving my hand or when I sleep. Try to get the hand up as much as I can just to get some more blood flow. And then I try to move it just without any weights, but just like move the fingers yeah. to get a little bit of blood flow and movement into the hand. But that's basically all you can do. I mean, there's the, the problem with training is like I can't really. So for the last two and a half weeks, I couldn't really train. I mean, like training like I'm used to, because as soon as I train, I can start that my I can feel that my hand is getting more and more swollen again. Yeah. So I just, yeah, I just have to be really, really careful and, and patient. And that is, what is your patience? It's not some, it's not one of my strengths. So uh, it's something that I can improve on, but yeah, it's, I mean, it's kind of hard because you want to do everything to kind of stay in shape and be ready for semifinals for still miracle. for yeah. the miracle. <laughs> you, don't, you don't know, maybe it might happen. I didn't want to call it the day really early because I, like it wasn't, it wasn't very, very clear that it's not possible. The doctors just like they didn't say it's impossible. It's just like it's very, it's highly, highly unlikely. Mm. And Is it yeah, now? Does it, hurt? it doesn't hurt at all when I when I don't use it. So as long as I have my bracelet on, I'm not moving it. I can I can do everything, and I've never been in pain. Even on the first day, like I I could sleep perfectly, no pain whatsoever. But just as as soon as I start putting pressure on it, I want to lift weight, like hold something or yeah, move the hand, like tie my sh tying the shoes is, is really uncomfortable right now. You've seen the so, yeah. workouts for the semifinals. Yeah, really good workouts. Handstand <laughs> pirouettes come to mind, it's been a little bit fun if you've got a dodgy wrist. I mean, there's a lot of movements that with the wrists, they're just, they're not possible. I think there's probably no workout right now that I could do, like physically could do with, with the wrist. Yeah. But um, other than that, I mean, I've obviously looked at the workouts and I think they're really good workouts. Yeah. I think they're they look really fun. The programming is is cool. It's very much it's more of like a game style programming with some heavier implements that you don't usually see in like the open. Yeah. And I usually like that stuff. There's a lot of machine work in it, which is also something that that I quite like to do or I'm I'm good at. So, I think I was like my mindset was pretty good the first 2 weeks after the injury because I just kind of like let go with the camp in Mallorca, I could focus on other things. Yeah. So that was like the perfect timing for that. And then once they released the workouts, I've kind of fallen back a little bit because then you, you kind of see what you're missing. FOMO. Yeah, oh, completely, 100% FOMO. It's so hard. When I'm having yeah, so like, fairly strong FOMO at the moment, because I don't even know if I'm going to Berlin because we can't get press passes. Oh, shit. I know. So I'm like, 
I don't know if I want to go, if I can't do yeah. what I want to do there. Yeah, so, yeah it's yeah, tough to get the media pass. And, and they're not, and they don't seem to be streaming half of it. So it's that's be, uh, that's a bit sad. It's going to be very challenging weekend. For yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a bit sad. I mean, how did you fancy your chances at, at semis? Did you see? Did you see, think you could get into the top ten? Oh, that's. I mean, that's that's hard to say. I would say it's. I I would still consider myself more of a of a long shot to get in. I've always said I need. I definitely need some luck in terms of the programming. Like the workouts need to fall more towards my strengths than my weaknesses that I'm that I'm still working on. So I can't I can't really say oh I would have made it. You know that's uh, like super super the easy thing to say right now because you're just sitting out and you could just pretend you're like super good. But I would say like looking at the programming, a lot of the workouts are would have suited me quite well, and I would have really liked to see how I can yeah how I can compare compare to some of the best in Europe. Well, so what are you going to do now? I mean, I, 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 you were kind of, we're kind of sitting here in the sunshine, having had a lovely, lovely week together. Yeah, life still could be worse. Life, so. is, go- yeah. life is continuing. Yes, of course. So what's your, what's your goals now? Resetting? Yeah, so, I've, yeah, so, I mean, the goal coming to Mallorca. So we did the camp and then I'm staying for 10 more days here. The original plan was to just stay and use this kind of like semi-prep training um, without any distractions. And now the focus has shifted a little bit. So I'm really going to, in terms of training, I'm going to take this as kind of like an off-season almost, I would call it. Because I've kind of said to myself, usually after after semis or kind of like after the biggest event of the year, I try to reset a little bit, take some time like away from the gym. And I'm always usually very like happy, a little bit relieved as well because the stress is gone. And so now when the injury happened and I kind of felt like chances were getting slimmer and slimmer to to show up at semis, I haven't made that decision final just yet, but right now it's not looking very good, very promising. So I've kind of reshifted my focus to take this as my off-season and be happy with it, be content with what I've still done in training and what I've done with at least a few events that I had to to show what I could do, and um, yeah, but I definitely feel like I need I need some goals and training structures again as soon as possible. So when I come back from from holidays, I'm I'm gonna shift my training focus for for the next few months to something that I need to work on anyway and something that I can do with the wrists. So I want to focus on training uh, for a triathlon mm. and. Uh, yeah. How's your swimming? Well, swimming is fine. Sw- yeah. Swimming is probably the best of the three. Really? So, uh, yeah, last year I did a lot of open water swimming. So I went to went to a lake every week and yeah, I did like three k swims there. So you have to come back to Mallorca. We're very famous for our triathlons here. Yeah, there's Up in the north. There's a lot of cyclists, there. right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that that's going to be the plan for for summer. I would say. I mean, just go to the gym as much as as necessary or as needed or as much as it makes sense. But then most of the trainings are probably going to be outside on the bike, running, and hopefully some swimming again soon as well. Do you feel like? I mean, do you fear losing muscle mass when you go into more of an endurance cardio based training? So I have kind of done that last year already. So kind of reassessed where my weaknesses are. And it's always more like longer aerobic events. And the strength events or power events are usually the better ones for me. So I actually didn't do almost, almost didn't do any strength training for a couple of months after semis last year. And when I got back into it and we retested some of the numbers, I didn't get worse in any of them and actually improved on a few of them. So it was really weird. 
And it felt really weird to not like touch any, almost any weights at all for such a long period of time. But it's been very beneficial for me because I could really like focus on, on a few things that I really needed to work on. So I feel like also with this summer, it's an opportunity to really yeah. dig a little bit deeper into it and maybe take a bit more of a risk in terms of shifting focus. And also I've, I've actually committed to doing, to doing an Ironman next year. So uh, that's good. It's going to be in July. Mm -hmm. It's called a Challenge Road. It's like, I think in the Ironman world, it's pretty much, pretty much a big thing there. So they have like, they have the official Ironman events and then they have the so-called challenges. So they're not like licensed. It's like CrossFit. They're not yeah. like Ironman licensed, but they're mm -hmm. basically doing the same thing. So like Dubai, Ooh, for nice. example. So I think this is kind of like the Dubai is it fitness champion. Dubai? No, no, it's, it's in Road. So that is Germany, Bavaria. And not as hot as Dubai. <laughs> no, not as hot. Um, I'm glad for that. Yeah, me too. But I think there's like, don't ask me. I, I will get into it. I will get, I will get to know more. We will all follow you on Instagram <laughs> and watch you suffer through it. Yeah, all. so um, no, there, I think there's like 5,000 people competing or something. So wow. it's like a really, really big, big kind of thing. Why have you yeah, committed so, to doing that? Um, who have you committed to? So I'm going to join the Team Duke Sports. It's like a Swiss um, triathlon team. They have like, 35-ish athletes and so for this event it's really tough to get starting spots because they're like gone within minutes mm. which is crazy for the amount of spots that they have but um they got 20 spots for their team because i don't know he know like the guy who owns the team kind of he has his contacts he knows the sponsors for the event and they kind of liked him and his, his philosophy so um yeah he offered me a spot and uh well, at first I was, it was kind of, um, I was thinking about it a little bit because obviously CrossFit is still going to be my main focus. But then I thought, like, especially now with the injury as well, it might be a good thing to, to just have a different challenge as well to work towards too. And uh, I like challenges. I like things that are really a little bit outside of the box. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think this is going to be a good opportunity for me. Will you go in to defend your, your title as well at the end of the year? That is a good question. Um, so at the end of June or middle of June this year, there will be the Swiss Championship to qualify for Worlds. And I mean, let, let's put it like that. If I can't compete at semis, most likely I'm not going to be competing in June or in the summer at all. Because for... I mean, right now I'm qualified for the Swiss championship and I'm qualified for the European championship in functional fitness as well, where I should defend my title. But um, if I can't compete at semis, I'm not going to take the risk to, to try and rush into it a few weeks later. So most likely I'm not going to be able to compete at the nationals. So then I can't qualify for Worlds, but I'm going to talk to... I'm going to talk to the Federation and see if there's maybe a way around it, like kind of a wildcard thing because of um, previous success or so, yeah, I don't know, know, or injury kind of thing. So, I mean, if, if they do that, I would love to go and compete, can try and defend the title. But um, it it's going to be in Norway. Home of? Norway in Nor November. <laughs> oh, it's going to be uh, the, uh, quite the opposite of what we have yeah, right exactly. now. It's going to be nice and chilly, cold. Chilly, <laughs> yeah, chilly, cold and dark. So, and there's also one other special thing that's happened recently. Do you want to uh, just tell me a little bit about that? I mean, it's, uh, it's quite, I've just been taking pictures of you and your yeah. lovely girlfriend this morning working out. Yeah, so uh, we're going to be doing another kind of photo shoot. Yeah, so um, so my girlfriend since yesterday is officially my fiance. 
So, uh, yeah. Congrats. Thank you. We've got engaged yesterday. I'm so happy for you. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really happy as well. So it's been, uh, yeah, I've, I've, I've wanted to ask her for, for a while. And I think yesterday we kind of like, I found the perfect, perfect moment to ask. And uh, it was just perfect. Very nice. Very, very emotional. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you very much. I mean, I think that as an athlete who, like, when you, it, like, you have to have such incredible kind of like focus and to find somebody that who not only shares your passion for the sport but also supports you in your own athletic goals but is also a great partner for you it's hard to find I imagine yes <laughs> I, I, I imagine I, I think I've been very lucky very very lucky in that regard so I've been together with Nina for the last two and a half years it's been it's really just been almost like picture perfect there's not been moments where we've kind of struggled or been angry with each other or anything. It's so cute, I want to slap you. She's always, yeah, <laughs> she's always been supporting me with with everything that's been going on in the sport, and it's it's really it's really interesting because, I, as as you said, as like an athlete, you're always like hyper focused on that one thing, and it's like sports only, and the only thing that matters is sports and training and competing. But with her, I just kind of felt like. I've gotten a new, a new kind of focus in my life too, besides the sport. So something where I would always, I would also look, you know, like make a compromise for her if it's better for the two of us. Whereas in the like in earlier days, I would have never, would have never done that. I couldn't have imagined like oh, sports in for me was always like the number one thing and the only thing to focus on in life. And with her, I kind of found a new, a new, a new passion, a new, yeah. Love conquers all, and he's grinning like a Cheshire cat right now. You yeah, can't, you can't. I don't know if we can really <laughs> convey how how much of a smile Jan's got on his face, but it's it's a huge, huge grin. Yes, I, let, let's just say I'm very happy. I'm uh, I'm not very good at talking emotions, especially like let, let's say publicly. I'm I'm very like very much just you know the sports and competition, but um. It's, it's yeah, wonderful. it's definitely, definitely all the happiness paired together in one moment yeah. yesterday. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you, Jan. Congratulations to you and Nina. If you've enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends on your socials. It all helps the show to grow. Europe is Coming is presented by me, Vicky McLeod, and edited by Marta Vidal-Kandel. Until next time, thanks for listening and bye-bye. Don't miss the next episode. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcasts. Europe is Coming is a programme production and hosted by Vicky McLeod.